0: Testing. All right, say a little more. What do I say?
1: How's Auntie M's levels? Uh, I need more. More sample or more level?
0: More sample. Hello, hello.
2: Yeah, sounds okay.
1: Hi, guys, I have a guest tonight. We, 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 we uh, observe that. A surprise guest. Surprise! I am surprised.
2: I'm not. Just out of principle.
0: <laughs> I mean, expect the unexpected is what could be one of the taglines.
2: I mean, especially when Pokey's involved. You random episode 84 for July 2023. Cheap Wrangler. Get it?:
0: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another absurd episode of You Random. Tonight, I am Lyle, and I am joined as always, by my good friend Taj.: That is the best adjective you've used so far for the show.: Definitely the most accurate. My good friend Pokey.
1: Yeah, I would have to say you nailed it. I I almost jumped in to say, wow, you nailed it. In fact, I tried to. But yeah, hi, everyone. I'm absurd pokey. And with me also is Auntie M or anti M, however you prefer to read it and say it. Hi.
0: I'm sorry. I did not mean to cut you off. We also just did not (laughs) not want to forget our uh, dear
1: friend Soundwave. (laughs) a dick. dick. (laughs) She thinks she did it. She's all nervous now.
0: Nope, not you. Soundwave's just spicy. Always yells at us for forgetting him.
1: Yeah, Auntie Sound Soundwave's a dink. Sorry about him. It's okay. So the first thing we have to do, because it's a technical thing, how is our sound setup working between Auntie M and I? Are we getting feedback over one another, and are you hearing each of us twice or anything?
0: Nope. Separation is good. I concur.
2: Are you, like, next to each other?
1: Yes, we're sitting right next to each other. I'm on my normal setup and i have her she's actually using a motorcycle headset over bluetooth uh to plumble on my android phone i
2: would, i would say as long as you're not keyed up at the same time we're not gonna have problems
1: yeah so far i mean it sounds okay on my end i can hear through her headphones because mine are not isolating enough but i wasn't sure what i was hearing and what i was imagining you guys to hear i
0: mean nobody can prove that we're not your imaginary friends
1: that's true
0: that's Ooh, true. you, you
2: random lord! This is all just pokey programming. AIs to be his friends.
1: I'm not even his daughter.
2: Even more AIs.
1: The best part is, I don't know anything about programming. It's all just in my imagination. This is solipsism to the extreme.
2: This changes everything. Does it though? Nah, pokey's still on this bullshit. It's fine. So how are you guys doing? I'm doing all right. I'm just uh, I'm a little sweaty. I've been
0: outside all day today, but other than that, um things are going well i'm finally uh dried off from having been outside all day
1: oh i've been running around for a like a solid month culminating in today and everything came together at the absolute very last minute in fact after the very last minute that's why we were late getting here
0: well
2: i mean that's fair i was late as well so i got here like a couple minutes before you so
0: don't, don't feel that bad Uh, Were it not for the last minute, I'm not sure if I would be able to complete anything.
1: I was quite relieved when you texted to say that you were going to be late, Taj.
0: Well, I'm glad I made somebody happy.
2: I'm happy that you're here. Aww, that's sweet, thank you.
1: Yeah, tomorrow morning around 7.30 is the plan, uh, is when I leave for my motorcycle trip.
0: Nice. The trip is still on, that's awesome, I was worried that it wouldn't be. After your (laughs) deer-related excitement
1: oh boy so was I (laughs) I could tell you I know you told us oh no more than that it's it's been such a fiasco um this whole time I was panicking because the process in this state is if you total a vehicle the insurance company takes the uh the title from you and they give you the money for the vehicle and if you buy the vehicle back when they submit the title to the state they submit it in such a way that you get it back, but it comes back as a salvage title. Then you have to rebuild the vehicle, get a 20-day plate on the salvage title, bring it to be inspected by the state, and then they take that title away from you and they give you a rebuilt title um, if you pass that inspection. And they were taking so long to get me the salvage title that I thought something was wrong and I feared I would not be able to take this motorcycle, so I bought another motorcycle in the meantime.
2: You just full on bought a motorcycle.
1: Yeah. Full on bought a motorcycle. And it, it's a, it's a, really, it's a bike I've been dreaming about for a long time. It's a really super cool bike. Ask anybody, they'll tell you it's the best bike ever made. And somewhere about an hour into riding at home, I discovered that it is absolutely not the motorcycle for me. It's impossible for me to own or ride or live with this motorcycle. There's no way I can take it on this trip.
2: Is that because it's too much fun or because it's too scary?
1: No, it's because it's too hunched over and the levers are too high up. And I had incredible, incredible wrist pain for days and days after this ride. It hurt turning a doorknob or pushing a door open was excruciating. Ugh. What, was it a pull door? Either one. Doesn't matter. Just even turning the knob hurt. I'm
0: just saying, if you were trying to push on a pull door, I can understand why that would hurt.
1: Well, I mean, after the first four minutes, Yes.
0: Well, we're already in it now. So go ahead and uh, tell us some more about
1: it. So I have to sell that bike, but you know, I got to get the title first, but I've been also waiting on the title for the other bike, the, my original bike. And I've been rebuilding the original bike this whole time, trying to get it ready for the trip. Because as soon as I got that other one home, I was like, I, c- I can't do it. It's not, there's nothing I can do to make this thing work. I would need a few months of, tweaking and tuning and, and raising handlebars and, and raising bars is not as easy as you would think because there's all kinds of cables and and like you know physical cables and electrical cables connected to it that just won't reach um and extending stuff is not always easy so i've been just stressing out over handlebars and titles and all kinds of shit that hasn't gone right and uh i want to say it was tuesday of this week when i get home my wife says oh good news your title's here. I said, oh, that is good news. And I picked it up, and she hadn't opened it yet, so she had not verified that it was my title in the envelope. And before even opening it, I said, how much you want to bet this is not the right title? And she says, how could it not be the right title? And I said, how could it be the right title after all this shit that's gone wrong? And sure enough... How,
0: how, how does she not have a, a healthy sense of cynicism? Or I know. Skepticism I, or what? I'm, I'm not sure cynicism is the right word, but skepticism, maybe? Skinicism? Uh, I'm not going to touch that one.
1: So, sure enough, I opened the envelope, and it was a title. It did have my name on it. It's for a Jeep Wrangler.
0: Well, congratulations.
1: Uh, okay. It's in Ohio. Everybody I know wants me to go get it, because, <laughs> you know, I have proof that it's mine. Somehow hey, Boki. Think... Yeah. As, the,
0: as, as the, uh, the local Ohioan, I would like you to not go get it.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. I said, I'm sure when we get there, there's going to be a guy with a shotgun who's certain That he thinks it's still his. Uh, Probably because
0: it is. Well, that's true.
1: Uh, You know what? I got paperwork saying it isn't. So, you know, that's between me and him and that 12 gauge, I guess.
0: Bogey, I love you, but I don't think you have... You are not on the winning side of that argument.
1: No, no. I'm absolutely not on the... I'm on the winning side of the argument because everyone I know wanted me to get it. And I told them all, no. (laughs) We're not going to go get it.
2: See, I think we should make this a you random road trip.
1: (laughs) Oh, you know, you can jump in the car with all of my buddies who want to go get it i'll sign the title over to one he is or power of attorney or however you think it'll work and you know, give me a call when you're done let me know how it went
2: now nah, i don't need a murder rap it's okay
1: <laughs> so at some point i had spoken to someone at the dmv who told me that until my title is processed then it's still valid. And seeing as how they didn't process my title, and I called them and they couldn't even find it. I'm not even on their books anymore. They can't even find the vehicle at the state anymore. Um, So apparently I'm still operating on my old title. I was able to register the the bike. I was able to get it inspected with a state inspection. And I even went so far as to um, bother a, a police officer who was working a detail. I stopped and I asked her to run my registration and just make sure it's legal because the state screwed up. The DMV screwed up my title. She says, nope, comes back as a bike. It's you. It's all clean. You're fine. Why? What do you need? And I'm like, ah, sweet. Guess this is what I'm taking on the trip then.
2: He drives away going, sucker. And the police officer like steps back in the car and starts running for warrant. Oh, yeah. The blues came in immediately.
1: Well,
0: that's what happens when you play Rage Against the Machine pulling away from a police officer.
1: <laughs> Goals. Yeah, I play Rage Against the Machine on the stereo, but I was playing Grand Theft Auto in the car so that and finally the handlebars that i needed to make this work showed up today at i think about five o'clock they were supposed to be here yesterday and they didn't show up yesterday so i i ran to about an hour away and got a set of handlebars that might work and i had just finished putting them on when the ones that i needed showed up today at about five o'clock so that's been the last three hours is rushing to put those on and get the luggage all fitted and get everything finalized so that I can just hop on the bike in the morning instead of having to get anything ready. So that's it. Sorry. I'm late guys.
2: I mean, we're still just surprised you're here like from the accident. So any, any, any pokey is good
1: pokey. Wait, 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 wait. That's what she said. Soundwave. Like my daughter like my what fear. I just can said. You... Yeah. Soundwave. Can you please behave yourself in front of my daughter? Uh, no. He's such a dink.
2: We should reboot him. Oh, wait a minute. I already did
0: that today. <laughs> so yeah, we've already done that once. It, it seems like the pattern is we start Soundwave. Someone tries to use Soundwave. Soundwave falls over. We start Soundwave again, and then everything's fine.
2: He flat out nope. As soon as I logged in, it was like, what's the password? Nope, nope, nope. It's gone.
1: Well, now that my motorcycle is fixed, Taj, I'd, I'd like to hear about you being fixed. What's going on there?
2: Oh, uh, so I went... Uh, Thursday and uh, I got a vasectomy, so I've been fixed. Oh, that kind of fixed. Yeah, yeah, it was it was uh, it was an interesting experience. Wait,
1: Thursday? Yep. Isn't today Saturday? Yep. And you were outdoors, getting sweaty. Shouldn't you be sitting in a chair with a bag of ice on your lap? Nah.
2: I I was literally like the next day. I was like, I'm 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 okay. Like I've I've been kicked in the balls and it hurt worse than this. So I'm, I'm I've been up doing things. It's fine.
0: I mean, also, we, but we all know how well Taj follows directions. Not at all. Yes, that was my...
1: Yeah, see, when I had mine done, the directions were sit in a chair with a bag of ice on your lap. Actually, he said a cold beer. And anytime the beer is empty, your wife should go get you another cold beer to put on your lap. And he said, you take advantage of this. It's, we're only doing it once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, th- there will be no going back again for
2: this. Um, like, everything has been... Like at no point have I experienced pain. Everything has just been discomfort, except for the actual uh, process, because I forgot because it's been so long since I had a local anesthetic that um, my body doesn't really um, like it takes a whole lot more than normal people to to numb me. And so he did the anesthetic, and I'm just laying there, and he went to do the first cut, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I feel that." Um, He was like, "You (laughs) should not feel that." hey, Hey, like, hey, I tell you, that scalpel very sharp. He's like, I'm sure that was very uncomfortable. I'm like, yeah, you think? So after that, he, he gave me, I think it was like twice as much as a normal person. And then
0: it was like, oh, okay, now I can't feel anything. It's fine. I had something like that happen um, when I was a youth and had um, surgeries on my toes.
1: I was about to say something very similar to that, Lyle. That's weird.
0: Both of my big toes had uh, the nails were just chronically ingrown. And after several years of fighting with that, we went to a, no, my brain can't make the word, a foot doctor. Podiatrist. And yes, I I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't make it come out of the mouth hole. And, and they um, sliced up my foot and yanked the roots out. And then not long after did the other one.
1: Okay. I have almost the exact same story. And yeah, the, the numbing agent that they used didn't work at all. And I don't know. The guy gave me as much as he was like legally allowed to give me, I guess, and it just still wasn't working at all, and he's like, I'm just going to have to cut it out. I'm like, yeah, I know. I've been telling you the whole time. Stop trying to numb it. Just cut it. Let's just get this over with. He didn't have to go all the way back to the like to the quick, to the roots. It just it was so grown over the side. He had to go really deep over the side. And then he even still, when it was done, or at least partway through, he looked at me and said, You've got one of the high references for pain I've ever seen and i said yeah long as you finish soon it is temporary but it it is there
2: my daughter had hers done where they had they had to cut all the way back and like use the um the acid to like kill the nail bed on a part of her foot um and she was oh probably my. yeah just because it was it, it kept happening over and over and over again um so they just they literally isn't,
1: isn't that death? like the nails don't grow after that right
2: Right. They only do like a section of it. So basically they cut along the side and pulled out the ingrown part oh. and, and just did the part that was didn't have nail in it. And it, it basically just seals that part to where that part of the nail bed doesn't grow. So it doesn't grow over to that side anymore. Um, oh, that's and, clever. And she was like – she was probably like 12 or 13 when it happened, and they numbed it up. And like – she was like, can you move my foot so I can watch? And she's like asking the doctor questions while he's doing all this. And she's like, oh, if you grab it and pull it this way, if... <laughs> she was just like, so into it. I'm like, I would be in tears right now. But she, she was just like, oh, yeah, I want to see them mangle my foot. It's amazing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> M is not familiar with push to chuckle nor push to gag because she's gagging next to me this whole time.
2: <laughs> I'm just sitting there like and the doctor's looking at me. I'm like, whatever, doc. I mean, she's hard. What can I say?
0: I I did actually watch them do both of mine as well.
2: I mean, it's really interesting, they, but it wasn't my foot, so I didn't. I thought it, I'm okay with it.
0: When they had to pull the chunks of nail bed out on mine, I could feel the pressure of it in my kneecaps. Ugh. Uh huh. I'd be like, just doc, take the toe. It's fine. I, I honestly just the foot, take it and replace it with something. My
2: my youngest. Oh. Foot.
1: Like in Star Wars, when, with the, the guy with the two swords, the double ended sword.
0: Yes. But which one? Two, two or double ended? Those are different people.
1: Well, the guy who got the, the robot legs and then the robot top got his legs. We talked tar- about this the guy with the tattoos on his face and the horns. You, you, you're you're talking, talking about Darth, Darth, Darth Maul. Maul. <laughs> yeah, Maul.
2: Where did you get to the point where he had robot legs? Because that was the cartoon.
1: You guys told me about it.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, okay.
1: It was like. Four shows ago, you said he had robot legs, and I said, "What a waste that some robot did, he didn't get human legs and a robot top." That's fair. That's fair.
0: Speaking of art Maul, I've been doing a chronological watch of all of Star Wars with
2: <laughs> Kevin Oh, back channel <laughs> chat is amazing.
1: <laughs> Would you please just continue with the damn story, Lyle? Try to stay on track here. Hey, Pokey, you're about makes a three lot. days
0: late for that joke. <laughs> okay um so we've been doing a chronological watch through star wars my daughter and i and we're getting to the point where we're at the end of the clone wars and i was looking up okay how do i do this to preserve all of the spoilers and get like the most dramatic effect and somebody wrote this art like okay you watch this many minutes and seconds of this one and then you switch to this and watch this much i looked at it and i'm like no neither one of them can handle that kind of stress we're both going to freak out and not enjoy it and once again internet came to my rescue. Some Kind Soul has done a four-and-a-half-hour supercut of the Revenge of the Sith plus the Battle of Coruscant plus the Siege of Mandalore. Uh, for those who do read our show notes, I am intentionally not providing a link to this because, well, I'm not sure how allowed to distribute it they are, but um, you can either join us on Mattermost, and I will tell you how I found it, or you can uh, apply search engine of your choice, and I'm sure you will find it. It will definitely be on Mattermost because he's going to tell me where to find it. Actually, I think you already did. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure I've sent you a link to it already. It was extra strange because it included the even older Clone Wars cartoon. Oh, really? Only a couple of, it's only cut to it twice. But it's some build up to the whole Battle of Coruscant. Actually, that's where you see um, the Chancellor get captured. And every time I cut it, my daughter's like, Dad, this looks terrible. Why are we watching it? like, just, she's like, where is what's happening? I'm like, just Hold. stick with it. Every Everything gets explained. And we watched probably an hour or so of it. We have a bunch more to go because it's, as I said, four plus hours long. But it's got like the back third of season seven of the Clone Wars, plus all of Revenge of the Sith, plus possibly even some like extended scenes that weren't in the original release. Plus, um, as I said, the older Clone Wars cartoon. So it's really, you know, building up everything and putting all the pieces in so you can watch everything just fall in place.
1: Haven't you on multiple occasions said that like two, two and a half hours was too long for for a movie?
0: That would imply I'm sitting through it all at once.
1: Yeah, I guess. You didn't sit through this all at once?
0: No, we've watched like an hour of it. I, for me, the, the ben- benefit is not that it's all there at once. It's that it's all in one file and I can just hit play. I don't have to jump back and forth between like eight different places.
1: Yeah, okay, gotcha. I, so between those. All- Sorry, go ahead, Tavish.
0: I was just going to say, I would not
2: be surprised if some of that Siege of Mandalore stuff doesn't get made in live action at some point and put into The Mandalorian. Because um, I have a feeling that's going to be pretty important
1: going forward.
0: I mean, it depends on what we do with Season 4, but yes.
1: Sounds like. They almost have to because otherwise they have to write something.
0: Well, no, it's all there.
1: That's what I mean.
0: Well, I mean they've referenced it. They just have actually like done flashbacks to it because uh, Mandalorian oh, gotcha. is set Mandalorian set like on the other side of the original trilogy. It's like check me on this. it's twenty ish years later.
2: Um, I I think the first season of Mandalorian was like six years after Return of the Jedi, so, uh, so that's
0: that's like twenty. 20- Five ish years after Siege of Mandalore,
2: yeah, it's been a while. Because like it's it's that was the meme that was going around that like Bo-Katan doesn't age because she should be like sixty.
0: <laughs> She's I mean, Katie yes, is I clearly was, not sixty. I was, I was trying to do that math in my
1: head. as exactly how old she should be. Yeah, you have to look the other way because when they do those flashback movies, because otherwise, Mom Mothra aged in reverse. She was way older in the Star Wars movies than she was in the prequel. Or vice versa.
0: Well, so in the prequel and in the Andor series, it's the same actor, but not in the original trilogy movies, obviously.
1: Yeah, right. But I mean, the, the prequel was made, what, five, six years after the other one was. So the actress had gotten older in the earlier movie. You just have to kind of pass that stuff. Or else if you complain too much about it, they'll just CGI the character and that'll look horrible.
0: Hey, not talk about CGI Leia. It hurt to look at.
1: No, it wasn't CGI Leia that I was thinking of. It was one of the generals, and forgive me, I don't know his name, but it was funny. I was listening to a podcast recently that was best of, so it was, it was right from when that movie came out, um, the one where Andor was introduced. What movie was that one?
0: Uh, Andor was introduced in Rogue One. Is that what you're talking about?
1: Okay. Yeah, so whoever the the general on the ship was in that one he was heavily cgi'd and all the guy who was doing the movie review five years ago was talking about was how good the cgi was and he couldn't even tell but watch that movie it was immediate it was like oh that's terrible cgi so i don't know why he thought that was good i don't know and you guys you guys think of him i'm assuming oh, you're talking oh, about tarkin. you're talking
0: about tarkin yes maybe it was as good as they were going to get like, yeah, I mean, I mean, the the actor was is literally dead. You, you can't get him,
1: right? Yeah, and the guy—that's what I thought too—that he was dead because the guy doing the review was like, "Wow, well, it was like he was alive again." You couldn't even tell, and I was like, "Ah, you really?"
0: They did the same thing in the, that same movie with Carrie Fisher, because there, I mean, there is just one scene of young Princess Leia, and I remember sitting in the theater looking at it, and it almost physically hurting that. Just it it, it very much fell right into. The Uncanny Valley.
1: Yeah, I, that one was even more obvious, but she had less time on screen.
0: Yeah, but you looked at her and like, there is something wrong with this face and I can't even tell you what, but there is something wrong with this face. But I mean, you look at how fast that technology has moved on at the,
2: what was it? The, was it the end of the second season of Mandalorian? Uh, when they had Luke Skywalker show up, clearly like it wasn't great. You know, it, it it was good enough to get done with what they did. Literally, six months later, in Book of Boba Fett, they're doing a moving, talking uh, Luke Skywalker that doesn't look terrible. Like, it's not bad. It's it's clearly, like, not real, but it's closer to being real than they've ever done before. So, like, the technology on this stuff is just, you know, every, like, Moore's lawing how fast they're getting good at making
1: decent deep fakes. I um sincerely preferred when they did it with Muppets.
2: <laughs> I I would go for I I think they should just recast all of Star Wars with Muppets. I'd
1: I would I would watch that. Okay, I would watch that. Especially because when they get cut in half that the they would stink and like the, the styrofoam would curl up real nasty.
2: No, I think they need to add like it's it's all Muppets but whenever they get cut they CGI in like stuffing coming out. <laughs> like, it's not real stuffing, just CGI stuffing.
1: Yeah, you couldn't handle stuffing that would be too gory for the kids. I know,
2: that's why you should do it. Yeah, I went back and looked. Uh, Rogue One came out in 2016. So, yeah, it was a while back. They, they did not have that tech figured out yet.
0: So yeah, I'm, I... so I'm going to put a reminder in for next month's show notes to come back and give a readout on the rest of that uh, Supercut. I'm thus far enjoying it.
1: Dope. That's cool. I do like when... They do, uh, you know, the story so far on YouTube and catch you up on stuff that, you know, you might not have otherwise sat down to watch the whole thing of. Well, especially
2: the Clone Wars parts of that are so
1: good. Like, uh, the fact that it wasn't live action is kind of sad. There was a one I've watched a couple times, actually, on um, on Dune and, and, and Children of Dune, etc. He went through the whole timeline. Hey, that reminds me of so I don't know how, but that reminds me, Taj, did you pick a game we were talking last month about uh, you looking for a new game to play?
2: Yeah, I've just been playing Fallout because I I just feel at home in that RPG thing, (laughs) you know, just being able to play an old school RPG. I have not had a lot of time because it was the end of the school year and whatnot. And then um, I've been doing a lot of work from home this last two weeks. So I've only played like a couple hours of it, but uh, yeah,
1: it's what I'm going to play next. So far, lots of fun. That's it. Does look like a fun game. It. It. If I were to play games, I think that's one I would definitely try.
2: I. I enjoy the. Um, the tongue and cheekness of the entire thing. Like it's very, um, taking itself way too seriously while also not taking itself seriously. Like it taking itself seriously is part of the joke. So it's. It's just. It's a. It's way more amusing than I thought it would be.
0: That's what my brother's tattoo is. He has a cat and says atom bomb.
1: Nice. I didn't know he had that. I didn't see that.
0: It's on his forearm and it's huge.
1: Pokey,
2: not the most observant person ever. True, that's true. His other
1: huge tattoo is an outline of New Hampshire.
2: That's some serious state pride. Classy man. I just want to forever, from this point forward, just refer to... Refer to your son as son of Pokey. Like, just son of Pokey is his name.
1: It's fine. by me. It is factually correct. Yeah, my brother loves video games. Him and his wife love them. That's cool. Yeah, and that's our three year old son playing PlayStation
2: 2
0: now. Nice. them early, kids. It's great for hand coordination, I hear.
2: Yeah, actually, I was just I was telling my wife that I, I had read like three studies in a row that were like very pro video games for, uh, just for learning. Like, there's a lot of research going into that now, uh, which is just fascinating.
0: Hey, hey, Taj. Yes. That's a lot more rigorous than I was talking about.
2: It's a lot reading more. Reading
0: studies and stuff. Rigorous. Re- oh. Actually, reading studies and stuff. Yeah, that's I realize right. that that is kind of what you do, but still. That's literally my job, or at least part of my job.
1: And DM still doesn't trust me i told her she was supposed to say that you know while they play a lot of video games to the best of her knowledge none of them play final fantasy
0: well you're just like handing all these to me right on a silver platter aren't you
1: well you've got the most i'm sorry and it would have been funny if she said it
0: okay well before we start talking about that you may proceed dear friends once again fiesta season is upon us Actually, uh, I just got the notification that it started uh, literally today. Like they just did thing today, and it's I can I can start right. Yay! Yeah, it makes me very happy. For anyone who's just recently, uh, this is the annual Final Fantasy V 4 Job Fiesta, wherein folks like me who enjoy this game probably more than is reasonable play through Final Fantasy V with a given set of constraints. Uh, that being, you use only four jobs, and then there are additional constraints added later to complete the game. Now, before you say that that might sound much more challenging, uh, it's not. Even crazier people have gone through and done single-class runs with every class, so the game is beatable by any single class. This just gives you combinations of four.
1: This depends on how much grinding you're willing to do.
0: Uh, the answer a lot wouldn't be a final fantasy game if there wasn't a lot of grinding it's true you are not wrong this year i am doing a new uh tweak the new tweaking previously there have been team 750 and team no 750 uh that 750 being a reference to the jobs that can and cannot use um the magic staffs magic users and magic users well, uh, it came in last year, but I didn't see it until after I was already going, but there is a now a Team 375, which means you get exactly two magic users and two not magic users, which is how I'm going to be playing it this year.
2: Nice, nice.
0: And because I just cannot possibly do anything normally, I dug into what it takes to mod the Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster. Oh, and by the way, I was doing the Steam Deck. Oh,
2: that reminds me. They have mods this for is, Final Fantasy V?
0: yeah. Uh, let me drop the
2: link. It's kind of awesome that a game that's that old is still getting modded.
0: Well, part of these are mods specifically for the Pixel Remaster.
2: Yeah, but still, when did that game come out?
0: Like, the fact that people are still working on it is, 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 it, and the fact that it's still as popular and being played is kind of crazy. Okay, here it is. Uh, nope, that's the wrong one. Sorry, I'm, I'm digging through my history here. Give me a moment. There. Okay. Um, yeah, it's mods for things. There's some gameplay mods, but I'm ignoring those. It's mostly like UI mods, things like there have been a lot of versions of the game. And so it's like, what if I want the maps from this version, but the sprites from that version and like the battle positioning of this version, things like that. So you're, you're dropping in blobs into the game data stuff.
2: Huh, that's super cool.
0: Yeah. And uh, it was a bit of a pain in the ass to get going on the Steam Deck. This was the oh-ha I remembered I wanted to tell you.
2: There are a couple of Windows games that I would love to play on the Steam Deck that I played a long time ago, but they require mods. So I haven't even tried to do mods with, like, Proton and trying to make all that work. So, um,
0: (laughs) I'm assuming it's as big of a shit show as I think it is. Um... I don't I probably not. I think it was I'm I may have made the problem worse on myself by being in a hurry and not reading all the directions very very carefully. It this required very specific versions of things. Yeah, reading directions isn't my strong suit. Either follow them, as we've uh, already discussed.
2: Uh yeah, you've you've literally been inside my server. You you've seen this. I don't I don't need flashbacks, dude. I don't the new one's way easier because everything's in Docker. I just, if something gets fucked up, I just blow it away and
0: restart it. It's fine. Well, I bother finding the problem when you can just restart the container. I mean, that's what Docker's for, right? Yes. So the thing I wanted to share specifically with you was there's a very clever way to remotely connect your Steam Deck to like do this work with an actual keyboard and mouse. Nice. Though I, I tried it. From my Windows computer, it's easy. From my Linux computer, it didn't work, but that may be again. But there's an application called Steam Link, which is uh, nominally allows you to remotely connect to another instance of Steam to stream games. Uh, there was a device of the same name where you could have your computer in one room and then plug this thing into your TV and then stream your games to your TV. Yep. But you can also have you can also have your big gaming computer in one room and then stream your games to a laptop or something in another room. You can actually use your Steam Deck as a streaming client. If you can play a game somewhere that is not your Steam Deck, it'll stream it across. But if you drop to desktop mode and then launch Steam Link, you, you just desktop. See,
2: during the pandemic, I was using that um, because I had my computer downstairs and I had my computer upstairs. And I had Steam Link on my laptop because I was playing like stuff on my desktop on my laptop. Uh, and I figured out that you could literally use it as basically a remote access tool. And I was, <laughs> I was like backdoor using that for months to to grab things off of my computer and do things. So yeah, uh, it's pretty
0: handy. So yeah, between uh, Steam Link and uh, Sync Thing, that's how I was doing all that.
2: Yeah, Sync Thing, I've got Sync Thing on my um, on my Steam Deck. The problem is, is like. I have not done the work to get it to start automatically. So whenever I, like every time I have to drop the desktop mode, start it manually, and then it's running. Um, I know there's a way to make it automatically do it. I just haven't looked into it.
0: You, you mean you have to start while it's in the Steam UI?
2: Yeah. I, well, I mean, I get,
0: that's never, I guess never a thing I've cared about. It's like, I, I don't need it unless I'm going to the desktop mode, in which case it starts automatically at, in desktop mode.
2: Yeah. Um, the only time that I would use it is I put a shortcut for Firefox in my Steam, uh, like the, the, the Steam OS mode. Mm-hmm. Um, so then to, to, to make sure that my, uh, key database
0: is synced. Um, that's the only reason I would want it for that. Oh, did you get your, like. Keypass and Firefox being mad about the whole Flatpak thing. Did you ever get that figured out?
2: Uh, there is a fix. I just have not done it. But yes, the, it, is, it is fixable now, apparently. Dope. Yeah, Flatpaks, they're still working on them. They're, they're awesome, but, you know, they're still... <laughs> they're, still the kinks are being worked out.
0: You know, oh. it, it, that's, what, that's what happens when you have, you know, three different universal application plot, um, in, installation formats.
2: Two of them are okay. One is made by Canonical. Why do we not have a wow, bunch of guys? Low, low. Why don't we have that meme where all the guys are standing around going, oh, like on the soundboard?
0: I don't remember. What's the what's the, what's the one that we haven't referenced in either way yet? App Image. Ah, uh, okay. And I still I legitimately have very, love I have very, App Image. I think it's awesome.
2: But I get why people prefer Flatpak.
0: Isn't App Image effectively replicating what macOS does with their UMGs? Uh. Yes, it,
2: it is literally kind of the same idea. And it, it's all the benefits of pack without all the sandboxing. And I know that the sandboxing is a feature for a lot so, of people. So it's, so,
0: it's not, so it's not all the benefits. that yeah, benefit.
2: The sandboxing gets in the way for me more than it helps. Uh, and the sandboxing makes it to where everything, there's so much replication that you have to do for for those packages. I mean, granted, with high speeds and big computers, it's not a big deal. But uh, there's something wonderful about just having a file I can stick on a flash drive, move it to any Linux computer, and just start it, which I don't think is technically possible with Flatpak. No, I don't think so. I think AppImage is the only one that can do that. So, I mean, that's, it, it has enough unique about it that I still think I still love it. Uh, but, I mean, Flatpak is... Totally, anything you want. Pretty much at this point is flat packed. So it's, I, I I wind up using them a lot.
0: Yeah, I would say that probably something like I would say a third of the daily driver applications on my Fedora laptop are actually flat packs.
2: Yeah, on my desktop, I don't use that many. But I mean, on the Steam Deck, everything has to be a flat pack. So literally everything I run on there is sort of a flat pack. I, think I
0: almost want to try out. Uh, Especially seeing the Steam Deck work that way, I really want to try out uh, Fedora Silverblue at some point. Yeah, so, Silverblue is there. Silverblue is there. Hey, what if? What if the only thing you had were flatbacks?
2: Yeah, I'm still not sold on the whole immutable OS thing. Like, I understand from a um, from a like logical perspective, I understand why somebody wants that. I'm just never the person that wants that. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it's fine.
1: What is immutable OS? What does immutable mean? Unable to be changed. So So why would you want your OS to be unable to be changed? What if there's a bug in there?
0: Well, so what is is it? It's it's building further separation between system packages and user packages.
2: Everything is segregated.
0: It's not that that you can update it, but it's you as the user can't install things that affect the system. Oh,
1: you mean like Android?
2: Um, yes, very much like Android. I don't That's know if you would me. I don't know if I would consider Android immutable, but yes, it's very similar to that. And I mean it makes sense on something like the Steam Deck where you're you're selling a product and you want to make sure that the experience of that product stays the same and that you are in control of that product's operating system to make sure that everything works the way it's supposed to work, um, then they can update the OS and not have to worry about what programs you installed that are tied into the OS because they just don't let you install them. Everything has to be a flat pack. So it's in its own container, which is kind of nice because it means
0: they can never fuck with your apps. Like, <laughs> your apps are completely segregated. They can't touch them. Yeah, they can't break your stuff and you can't break theirs.
1: Almost like John Deere.
0: Uh, yeah, okay. I'll give you that. Well, no, because you are still allowed to work on it. In fact, there's a button right in the default menu that lets you still do
1: stuff. I know I was a few bits of the explanation late for John Deere, but I couldn't let such a, a good joke go to waste.
0: Well, I am sorry. I uh, Well, actually, you're a good joke. I'm right, sorry. Wait to mansplain it, dude. Because it was a good joke.
2: All I know about the John Deere situation is uh, I saw a lot of fields that used to be covered in green machines that in the last few years aren't anymore. Uh, You know,
0: I didn't, I didn't think it would be quite so easy to explain to my, um, very farming centric family, hacker culture. And then John like, Hey, we have a solution for you. Dude, farmers invented hacker
2: culture. Like if, if you take away all of the, um, like cultural points of it and, um, and stuff like,
0: So, so, so would you say take the culture out of hacker culture?
2: right and just like the whole well the whole mentality of like this works but i can make it work better or i'm going to break this in ways that nobody will ever work on it again but it will work the best that it can because i built it that way that is total farmer mentality like that like, they invented I, you know i, I grew shit. i grew up there so i mean i get it I, I i feel like there's there's a commonality there that that hasn't uh that, you know it, it, it just hit them in, in the tech that they use. And the, then they're like, oh shit, no, this is important. We should pay attention to this.
0: Yeah, it was, it was people... It was, I had a hard time explaining because I had, a hard, I had a hard time finding a way to talk to them about it in a way that presented it as something they would care about. Yeah, I can see that. And once again, John Deere just said, hey, we can help.
1: So if your computer was a tractor, Firefox is like the lug nuts. And you know, Apple wouldn't let you change your own lug nuts. So Linux. Word.
0: I just. I th- clearly. I just think it's- clearly, the problem here is that I don't understand enough about tractors. Not that there is the connection. I do understand a lot about tractors, and I still don't get it. Uh,
2: <laughs> but I'm just. I think it's quaint that Lyle still tries to talk to his family. Like my family, basically, is like every time I start to explain something, they're just like, "Shut the fuck up." I've.
0: I. I have tried a lot less recently.
1: All right. Lel, so, just in case, um, the lug nuts was the worst analogy I could have possibly made because it's the nut that holds the wheel on, and obviously you don't need a proprietary thing to take a wheel off or whatever.
0: Well, I mean, unless they used proprietary bolts.
1: Yeah, they, but I think they used proprietary, um, like RFID tags in their tires. I, I thought I heard they were actually that bad. You can't are you change fucking, a tire with you I know it was mistaken? ridiculous. I could be wrong, but I, I think I heard that.
2: I don't know that's about insane. that specific thing, but it sounds about as dumb as some of the things I heard was happening.
1: Yeah, and I, maybe I'm mistaken. It could have been that it was like their tire pressure monitors or something had to be factory reset every time you changed a tire. Maybe that's what it was. But there, there was, I thought I had heard something to do with changing tires.
0: Still insane.
1: Yeah, well, so if it is kind, kind of like when, um, I think who's the musician? Dead mouse maybe painted his Ferrari pink and put his logos all over the thing, and Ferrari sued him because you know that he was infringing their uh, intellectual property. Get the was fuck out! Smirking their name. No, seriously, you really you didn't know that? I, no, I but I mean, like,
0: before, but I don't, rem- I don't remember the conclusion to that. Did they? Please tell me they didn't win that.
1: Um. Well, it depends on your definition of win. Uh in, in this I'm defining a, win as force him to change it. I think they were able to force him to change it. So he bought a Lamborghini and did it to that instead. And Lamborghini was like, Hell yeah, buddy, you do you. Like you wanna give us the money for the car. And then you wanna do it whatever you want with the car that you have paid us for. Sound. Yep, exactly. But yeah, I think Ferrari actually won in, in some way that they were I don't know, he was he was defaming their brand somehow. Despite the fact that he's way more popular than they are. I don't know. I remember their name. I couldn't remember his. It took me a minute.
0: You personally, yes, but I'm guessing that there are more people who care about Dead Mouse than care about Ferrari. Yes. with the because he, Mostly because he is more accessible.
1: He, well he is more accessible, that's for sure. But Ferrari's good at marketing too. There's there's a lot of people. I don't think there's anybody who doesn't know. If you said what's a Ferrari, I don't think there's anybody on the planet who wouldn't be able to say it's a car. But if you said it's a dead mouse, they'd be like, "Oh, that little squish guy over there."
2: I just, for once in my life, want to be referred to as that little squish guy over there.
1: Do you replace Mario Brothers?
2: Um, I mean, like the original one, like when I was a kid.
1: Yeah, you were that little squish guy over there.
2: Yeah, huh, there you go. Hope you just fulfilled my dream. Problem
1: solved. Yeah, problem solved. Oh, hey. You know, that's kind of my thing, fulfilling people's dreams.
2: No. Oh, hang on. I've got one that's more appropriate.
1: I've received your meat in the mail before. <laughs> you know, a guy at work had a uh, food dehydrator that he broke. He was like, it won't even turn on. I don't know. I'm, I'm ready to get another one. He's like, he was all pissed off. He paid too much. I said let me have a look at it maybe i can fix it and it took me about 15 minutes of you know just poking at it and googling it and well not googling but youtubing it youtube searching it i don't know anything anymore uh to figure out that it had a um a blown uh thermo fuse and i was able to form and he gives me a little bag of beef jerky every time he makes a batch now it's terrific
0: yeah I want to point out that um, YouTube is owned by Google.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, you know what
0: I mean. I I just think it's funny that that is the gift that keeps on giving.
2: (laughs) Literally.
1: Yeah. Actually, isn't YouTube owned by Alphabet, and so is Google?
2: You know what? You'd be correct there. Regardless, it's all bullshit, so it doesn't matter.
1: Amen. So, what disaster hath Reddit wrought now Taj? So, uh, I don't... (laughs)
2: somebody decided to take a play out of the elon musk uh, playbook which you know that's that's galaxy brains right there um apparently the uh the uh idea was that they were going to start charging for api access to reddit which basically would kill all third-party apps and
0: i, my- I, I thought it was more that they were going to charge the people writing those apps either start charging or start charging them more than they were already for like the ability to create the app, which via the API, not that, not that, So it wouldn't necessarily pass the cost on to the user, but like to get the, to be able to build the apps was going to cost them or cost them more. My
2: understanding was it was a, you had to pay for access to the API and it was like rated. So the more that you pulled on the API, the more you had to pay. Um, and so like one of the the biggest reddit third party apps was like at these costs i would be paying 20 million to access their api um uh, so clearly we're shutting down uh that's that's not happening uh and it became this big thing that uh i i literally never look at the reddit look at reddit not in a third party app so i went to reddit to look at the website i can understand why people use third party apps because it's it i it, uh, it's, it's extreme uh it's a thing uh so it, it's just funny that they were doing it and so a bunch of people organized a blackout for two days to just like oh we're gonna shut down all our subreddits and apparently like the ceo got on there and is like oh well, we're gonna do all this stuff to fuck these mods that like tried to screw us and it's just like did these companies never learn that this just never works <laughs> that no every, every time you try to like change the deal after it already started people are gonna get mad and you're like already uh Lots of people are like fuck Reddit. I'm not going back there, which is kind of sad because Reddit is a huge repository of information at this point. Uh, if it goes away, that's that is legitimately like a tangible thing that would be lost. But uh,
0: it, it's just it's just funny that, uh, that yeah, like people... the last several days have been a massive pain in the ass because I'll go to search something and there's a Reddit link and, and then I out. get those well I, the, the interesting thing is the way they're doing the payout is they're just marking everything as private and you can only view private subreddit if you're a member of them
1: Ugh, yeah that's brutal
2: so it's it's basically all these mods locking up reddit and saying well if you're gonna fuck all these uh, third party developers we're just gonna fuck you because why not um you wanted to change the deal because you felt we were under monetized and we're just not going to be monetized at the end um so it's it's I, it's just, I'm sitting back like Kermit sipping my tea just watching the shit show because uh, I think it's amusing that another company has decided that they need more monies, so they're going to just torch their entire company because of it. Um, but it did get me to try Limmy, which is sort of the Fediverse version of Reddit, and way, uh, way, 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 way less assholes on there. Um, so I, I, I'm
0: actually... I, 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 like, but that's like, what's I, I good about Reddit I was going to say, the, the problem is the, the the value of Reddit is the content. And yes. so even more so than something like Twitter, and so Mastodon is a reasonable replacement for that. The problem is it, both all of the content that was already there and all of the people creating the content is the value of Reddit. And without that same critical mass, it's a, in this case, like... You guys can take a note, whatever. I'm going to say something that might be slightly heretical here. But in this case, the software is kind of secondary. Yeah, for sure. It, 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 what software you use doesn't matter. The thing that matters is the, the content. And so just, you know, popping up another instance of something isn't going to fix the problem of that's not where the content is. That's not where the last 20 years of content is unless people can get their content back out somehow.
1: Yeah, I agree and disagree. I think the value of Reddit is it's the last place on the Internet where free speech still exists, that there isn't like a specific rule set defining the topic. It's the last place you can go where people can just say what they what they please. I mean, except for like maybe 4chan.
0: Um, and I guess the thing that I like related to that, but also kind of contrary to that is each subreddit is its own community. Reddit isn't a place. It's a collection of places.
2: Yep. And yes. so,
0: and so what you're saying might be true in some places, but you go up, you go to some subreddits and you say something and you're just going to get like permaband from that subreddit. Each community sets its own standards. I, I, yeah, I'm, fair sure enough. The, I'm sure the company has some like hard lines on some things, but in general, like each community sets its own standards of what is and isn't allowable. And that's a thing I really like.
2: I think that, like, and I'm going to go full Stallman here, so everybody hold on. Um, not not the creepy kind, just the, the free software kind. Um, this is what happens when we went away from forums, right? Forums were pretty, like, indexable, and um, things were in a place where you knew where they were. As soon as people move to social media and things like Reddit, you're putting all your stuff in somebody else's basket. Um, you just have to expect anything you create is ephemeral and yes we will lose a bunch of shit if reddit goes down but that's kind of like the fact that we're surprised by it is is not it shouldn't be like nobody should be surprised that that all this knowledge will go away
0: the challenge the hard part there is so first of all agreeing with what you're saying running forums at like the software level like most forum software is bad and making it not bad is very hard and so everyone's like why would i do this myself I, and and I, I don't, so I'm starting, I think a lot with my enterprise IT hat on here. So forgive me. But there are a lot of things that are, it's, it doesn't make sense from a resource management perspective. You're a small community. Maybe you're only like 10 people putting the team together. You don't have the time and energy to have somebody who can actually run PHP BB, keep it secure, keep it from being a pile of shit. And so you just spin up a subreddit. I, I feel like there has to be some. Okay maybe there doesn't have to be. I would like to see there be some middle path there. I
2: the, the problem is is in to get a middle path you have to let somebody else run it. And as long as that's the case we're going to keep winding up in the situation. Like Well,
0: I mean I mean there is a potential other middle path but people seem to be unwilling for, to do that.
2: Go on I'm listening.
0: Uh, paid for hosted instances. Yeah that's to I mean, work. I mean it kind of sort of works for some um mastodon instances where you can pay a company that will run your mastodon instance but it is still yours.
1: Works for Minecraft servers too. Lots of people used mm-hmm. to do that. Let me let me push back a little bit, Taj, on your um your stallmanism there. I don't think that forums are really any better. That was still just someone else's computer. And I've had stuff die on forums that, you know, I wanted to see again in it's just, I mean, and I'm not even talking recently. Like, 10 years ago, I had stuff from 10 years prior that was just gone. It was, it was in an archive and in a completely unreadable format or not didn't exist at all.
0: But I I, I think I, I see the, the bridge between the two things you're, you guys are saying. The users didn't have, act, have, like, ownership of the content, but the individual communities, someone there, like, owned the server that it was running on, at least nominally. So, you, Pokey, didn't, but if it was... The random um, PHPBB instance, like I would have that. It wouldn't be on Reddit. It would be on a server that I had.
1: Yeah, for a while. But every forum that I used to participate in seems to have been owned. Uh, the, the original owner seems to have sold it to someone who attempted to turn it into a money-making enterprise, and then shut it down when it didn't make any money.
0: Well, and again, this is where I start to have a slightly less free software view, but the things cost money to run, I don't think it's unreasonable that people should be able to run at not costing themselves money.
1: There's I, nothing not free software about that. I, I agree with it 100%. You, you, that's, yeah. I don't know why you think that's not free software.
0: I don't, I, I just people in parallel to that, people just don't want to pay for shit. Well, that is or, true,
1: but don't mix up you know, big F free with little f free. True. This is true.
2: But I think that there was a... I think the culture of communities was better back then because people had skin in the game, right? Uh, If you're paying for a server, you're not going to let shit happen on that server that you don't want to happen, right? You're just going to be a dictator about it. And I think for a lot of communities, that's kind of helpful. (laughs) um, Or at least keeps things focused and on track and it doesn't become a shit show, Uh, which Reddit often becomes a shit show. Uh, so I don't even think that the the whole moderation scheme they have w- it works actually, or at least not in a way that I would find uh, beneficial.
1: I don't think that's the only reason either. I I remember from forum days, any forum I participated in, it's because I was really interested or invested in that thing. And the worst thing I could imagine was would have been to have been um, you know excommunicated by that community, whereas reddit reddit seems to just be sort of a pile of opinions and i don't know if i've ever even posted on reddit i just go there to read it and if i did post i could care less if i got banned from that place i'm not invested in any thing that's there because anything i go to reddit for is not something i'm deeply deeply involved in or or invested in
0: i hear you but you're still thinking about reddit as a single monolithic place and you almost have to drill down a level so it's not that you're necessarily invested in Reddit, but there might be individual subreddits. Those are the individual communities, and those you might be invested in.
1: I haven't found one yet. Everything I've found on Reddit so far has been very uh, ethereal.
0: I
2: think when you're into technical topics and stuff, there's a lot of... Um, it, there's almost, like in certain realms, a stack overflowishness of Reddit where you can like find answers for problems pretty easily
1: yeah and i haven't gotten down to that level yet so so lyle's correct in that portion of it i haven't drilled down that far on a topic like that but when it comes to reddit my usage
2: of reddit is totally not engaging just looking at it as as reference um i don't post there i just the communities that i'm a part of i just read what's there um or i just uh like the slash buddhism i just shake my head at all the time i i literally would
0: check in with <laughs> it because i would just i'm like what the fuck is this um but <laughs> that, that, that that see that sounds like one i should follow just for the same like are you fucking serious no
2: here i can tell you exactly what's happening there um and sorry i'm i'm, I'm, about, I'm about to do the most un buddhist thing ever um it's no that so far that tracks yeah that's it's literally me all the time uh here are like your top uh let's just say two things um one the same question in multiple ways is can i drink and or smoke weed and be a buddhist um the answer there's uh you can but it's not gonna work out well and two somebody yelling at everybody else telling them that they're not real buddhist because they don't follow the same teacher
0: that is oh then oh the no no true no true scotsman yeah it's a shit show
1: yeah it's it's funny you say that as use it as a reference because it's exactly what i was Thinking or or try, the, trying to get at is the way I use it. I use it more like Wikipedia, except you know Wikipedia. I sort of go to as a as a top level informational thing. Like here are the facts, or at least you know what what could be facts, what could be provable. And Reddit is the opinion side of the same topic. It, it, usually, uh, I only use it for that that surface level inspection of a topic.
2: It's also really good for fandoms of things um that don't have another place to go uh that are sort of niche it's 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 a cool place for that
0: like those communities are awesome
2: and i've I've
0: seen more and more of that move to discord
2: i have too which angers me even more because i think discord's even more siloed than reddit is and more inaccessible and more uh just like walled gardens upon walled gardens so it's not helpful, but it's the same thing. It's the, hey, you can set up a free thing, and it works.
1: Ugh. I'm literally it's...
2: at the point where I have to use Discord every day, and I hate it.
1: I, I hate Discord so much. So, Ty, you said, you were going to sit like Kermit with a cup of tea and watch it burn. I'm, I'm not familiar with the reference, but is that Thai tea? N- n- no. It damn well better not be, because why hasn't someone told me about Thai tea sooner? I don't actually like it. Really? Yeah,
2: I'm not a big fan of, like, uh, like the, the creamy tea thing. That's not a
1: thing for me. Tea that You don't like tea that smells like chocolate?
2: Okay. <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but okay.
1: Oh, I, I mean, maybe we're not drinking the exact same brew, but I, I, I don't know anything about Thai food. My mother and I went out for Thai today, and neither of us. I just had to ask the waitress, like, can you recommend some? Because I have no idea what I'm doing. And my mother ordered a, a cup of tea. And we both said the same thing. We both thought it smelled like chocolate. Didn't taste like chocolate, but it certainly smelled like it. Huh.
2: Maybe we're thinking different Thai tea.
1: It, it was a red reddish tea, and she said if you put a little bit of cream in it, it turns like yeah. orange.
2: Yeah, that's, that's the Thai tea I'm thinking of.
1: I love Thai tea. Do you think it smells like chocolate? Not at all.
2: Okay. Pokey's just having a stroke. It's fine.
0: I thought that was burnt toast you smelled, when you smelled when you were having a stroke, not chocolate. I, I mean, I don't know. It's pokey. Although, if- He's if known having, to be
1: different.
2: You're not lying. Facts, as the kids say.
1: 100% they also say.
2: No, it's- Oh, God.
1: <laughs> are you also getting annoyed of 100%, Tash? No cap. Bet. on oh God.
0: You guys are not even using them right. That's the point.
1: I was pretty sure they knew that. I didn't even know what the hell you guys were saying. I, I couldn't even translate it that fast. That's because you don't work oh. all day like I do. No, no. Apparently it doesn't work with mics either. I don't work well with them, no. No, I was going to say this This is another episode I'll, I'll have to listen to the podcast and try to figure out what we talked about. At this point, that's just how I listen to all of them. Start Googling shit. I mean, duck duck going shit.
2: I just search engines are kind of useless nowadays. I don't know. They all suck. None of them are
1: good. No, you're right. No, the best one is YouTube.
2: <laughs> you're right. It is.
1: And you were also right. I don't know if I ever said this. This is a conversation we had probably three years ago. Um, that just paying for the commercial free YouTube was absolutely worth it. You were correct about that.
2: Yeah, I can't I can't watch YouTube and not have it at this point. Uh like if if I log into something and I don't log in. And I have to like see pop up ads and then like mid roll ads and, you know,
0: pre roll ads. I'm just like, Ugh, no, go away. I uh, mean, you're saying go away. I guess we can, we can do that for a moment.
1: You got to release some tea, Lyle?
0: It, yeah. Actually, actually, yes. I had a nice cup of hot tea earlier. Bio break. When Let's I was going a- go to the. Sorry, go ahead, Poki.
1: I was going to say, when I was a kid, there used to be a joke we could tell about TP. It's
0: too expensive now. That happened.
1: Let's all go to Lyle's bathroom. Let's all go to Lyle's bathroom. Yat da 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 was
0: so that everybody back?
1: Call the regulars n e m is playing with the cat. probably a better use of of time <laughs> for <laughs> sure totally totally Jordan Peterson approved. If I could do a Kermit voice, I'd tell you to clean your room <laughs> nice, yeah, just clean your room, you know you you sit around lazy all day and you wonder why nothing's happening for you and you know, you don't even take time to pet the cat.
2: And I think about high, as highly of that impression as I do of Jordan Peterson's uh,
1: actual thoughts. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. For both reasons, actually. That's fair. So what is this Kaiju Preservation Society? I started reading the Wikipedia page on it, but it's the most slowly written Wikipedia page I've seen in quite a while.
2: I didn't even look at it because I just wanted it to be explained to me. Because I, it sounds like it's right up my alley, whatever it is.
0: It's a book. Huh. I needed a book to listen to while building Gundams, and uh, some friends recommended this one, so I picked it up.
1: Thematically correct, if you're building Gundams. Uh, no. Adjacently
2: yeah. thematically <laughs> that's, correct. That's like maybe if you were building Pacific, Pacific Rim ones, but uh, yeah. I didn't know this existed. I might check this out.
1: It's not that old. It says it came out in 2022.
0: Yeah, it's almost brand new. And it's, as I said, it's very good. Scalzi, I hear, is hit or miss, So, um, but I'm willing to give it a shot. Uh, So the folks that I had heard about it from all seemed to really like him.
2: Does that mean you feel
0: differently? No, no. I really enjoyed it, too. Oh, okay. It sounded like you were like, they liked it. Crickets. Crickets." Well, no, I'm saying they liked it. And so if you're unsure or you think he's hit or miss, I'm less enthusiastic about recommending it.
1: Because all of Lyle's friends liked it, and we know they're not trustworthy.
0: Well, no. What I'm saying is they, they liked it, but they also like everything he's done. And so if you don't like everything he's done, you may or may not like this one.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Sorry. I guess I did not make that
2: clear. Ah. Yeah, I've actually never read anything he wrote. I just hear from people that he's kind of hit or miss. But when he hits, it's like it, it hits. Speaking of things that hit every time, uh, you know Nathan Little just put out a new book, guys. Hold on. Let me
0: click the link and go buy the book. It's a book. It's about Ishmael. You should read it. I'm going to read it. Man, it says book one. Yeah, but that means we're getting two more books.
2: At least he could write these these books for the rest of time and I would be happy. Me too. But from reading the the synopsis about this, it seems like um, this is going full circle and Ishmael is now the person training recruits. So it's kind of like he is the mentor that he had in the first book. So I'm, I'm hoping it's good.
1: Uh, the,
0: the first book, his mentor was like the ship's cook or something.
1: Correct. Yes. Actually, he was pretty good about taking mentors on wherever he could find them. He, he, he would try to learn a little bit from everybody.
0: This is true.
2: Well, it's like, I feel like the last, cause the last two sets of books, one. One trilogy was not about him, and the other one was, and they like ran into each other at the end
0: and I'm interested to see what <clears throat> happened after that. yeah, I mean, it was about the universe in which his stories took place.
1: yes I have to say that not only did I really enjoy um the Ishmael Wong books, but um you know I have to like say thank you to Nathan Lowell and and oh a bit of my success whatever limited success I do have um it is in part you know just from using Ishmael as sort of a role model you know learning to uh he put it as as enjoy the journey um you know his work was on a ship where he never could get off but it it was work nonetheless so you know just sort of enjoy your work uh you know keep your head down where, when you should, um, you know, and just try to get along with people. And it was, you know, it never occurred to me to work that way. I mean, it it sort of did, but it sort of didn't. It never really worked out for me, but, um, you know, I, I learned a lot from Ishmael along.
0: So amusingly, I referenced Ishmael to my wife the other day for a completely different
1: reason. Uh Uh-oh. Oh no, listen, my daughter's here.
0: Not that. Oh, okay. No, how he, at one point was, you know, he started with no skills and then got aboard the crew and started doing a thing and was, and then a situation came up where he almost lost his job and lost his, you know, his, his way in the world. And then he decided that is never going to happen again. I am going to learn how to do literally everything so that I always have a job. And she was talking about her um, teaching certificate and all the different things she's certified for and the few other things she's has all of the requirements for and just has to get the certifications and it reminded me of that.
1: That's... That is, sorry, Tash. <laughs>
0: no, that's that's literally education. Like everybody's like that. <laughs> we all have like a million certs. Um, I, I guess not a lot of the people that I know, because she's um, certified as a special ed teacher, but she's certified for like K to twelve in special ed, and then I think at one point her certification was in elementary ed that she has kept up, and that she's. Uh, can be certified to be a special ed director and a principal and a history teacher and and and
1: yeah yeah and that's one of the things that's what i was going to say is one of the things i learned from ishmael wong was how to sort of branch out that way and, and make yourself valuable in more than one role and that's that's been very um effective for me at my current job
0: well that's good at least
1: Ships in space are, are way cooler than ships on Earth, I think. Except for this one that dredges up ghosts or something, Lyle?
0: Yeah, so this is a game that I heard about from a couple of different locations. And it, it finally sounded exactly up my alley enough that I had to check it out.
1: Let me ask you, from just watching the little... Pre, from reading the quick little description of it and watching a frame or two of the previews, is this just Cthulhu? Part of it is. Nah, that's what I figured. Sold.
0: Hey, Taj, let me give you a slightly longer elevator pitch so that you can get exactly how sold you are. Go on. The game is framed as a fairly simple fishing game. You're a guy on a boat. You wash up on a little island in the, like, uh, somewhere, and they give you a boat to you because yours was destroyed. And they want you to just, you just go catch fish and bring them back. Oh, by the way, don't be out past dark.
1: A nice center console, too, with a cabin. It's, it's a nice boat.
0: And then it just gets more and more and more ominous.
1: Hmm. I like the animation.
0: Yeah, I love the art style. It's very pretty. The gameplay, the act of fishing is not overly complicated.
2: I like the art because it's dark, but yet still colorful. Like yes.
0: it's not just like lots of black and gray.
2: It's like, oh, there's there's like purples and blues and greens and like it's it's very colorful
0: while still being moody.
1: And DM would like to know what platform this is played on.
0: Uh, I'm playing on the Steam Deck. So, PC.
1: Hey, those aren't tentacles. Those are gentricles. Uh, wouldn't it? You know what I want
2: from Steam? And it may already Sorry, be that... here and I just can't find it. What's that? I want to be able to click Lyle, who is my friend on Steam, and see all the games that he has in his library. Can you, can you not do that? I'm not seeing it. Oh, I'm you not want... logged in, that's why. I bet I can if I'm logged in.
1: Going to say you want Steam to be Bandcamp?
2: Well, I mean, it's because a lot of times he will he will see a game that I I won't because he's in that space. He like I, I don't look for games, um, so it would be interesting to see. Because sometimes I'll download something and it's like, oh, Lyle already has this, and it, it's kind of like, a,
0: oh, okay, I should probably play it. Um, I will say, don't look at things I have. Look at things I have played. That's fair because my library is full of shit I've never played.
2: Well, does I am you- I.
1: I am trying if, to see if that exists. So if he logs in to see your games, Lyle, does it show the percentage that you've gotten through each one? How is he going to see that? I'm,
2: I'm trying to find that out. Uh, it will show me. Like, if I'm on and he's on at
1: the
0: same time, it will show me what he's playing. But, like, you don't need to see my whole library. That's what I'm trying to find. No. I was Gentic- trying to see if there was a way to see that.
1: Genticles was a, a reference to Futurama, by the way.
0: Ah, I do not see a way to do that.
2: I get why they may not do that because it is kind of a privacy thing, but I think it would be fun
0: if you turned it on and yeah. like, people could see. It is a thing I would love to be able to allow you to do. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, before I forget, and we didn't do this in our pre-show check, I did get some feedback this month.
2: Oh, yeah. That's on our checklist. We're supposed to do that.
1: Yeah. Um, I got a couple of very nice messages. Um... <laughs> from both uh Ken Fallon and Biku. They they both were uh also you know wishing me well after the motorcycle crash. They they um, Ken was a little behind in listening and he was he was pretty shocked when he when he heard it and uh you know was wishing me well and he thought that I did a good job telling the story. That you did. Yep. And um Biku is Biku.
2: Biku is also on the mattermost now, so that's fun. He posted a uh a little short sci-fi film and I was watching it and it's, I think it's like 10, 10, 12 minutes long or something. And the whole time I'm like, I don't get what, what this, like, I don't get it. Like, this is not great. I don't understand. And then like the last like 15 seconds, I was like, ah, I got it.
1: Ah, that was worth it. Oh, that reminds me. Did you guys see that one that I told you to watch from our last show? No, you didn't post in Madermost. You know what? It was in, I guess I didn't. What about you, Lyle? You're not a slave to Mattermost uh, alone. You're not exclusive. To watch that little video I posted? I barely remember my own name most days. I forgot all um, about
0: that conversation.
1: I don't even remember. What it was. I think it was called The Maker. It was in the show notes. I know that. Auntie M watched it. She liked it. Did she put it in the Mattermost? I,
2: I hope so. Uh, some other people... Hang on. Let me, let me find out who joined Mattermost so we can shout them out here. Oh, it was Biku and uh, Wendigo. Wendigo's on there. Blast from the past and lost in the Bronx, as ever. He's always always where we're at. That's just just
1: how he rolls. Uh, I think we're where he's at.
2: No, I mean, we created this and he showed up. So, I mean, he did show up to play an RPG. That's why he showed up. And then he just sort of stuck around for
1: shenanigans. All right. So did you guys get a chance to watch Guardians of the Galaxy then? I actually did last week. I finally got to go see it. Lyle, did you see it?
0: Is it just in theaters? Because I have not had a time to be at a theater.
2: Yes, it is just
0: in theaters so far. Then, then no, I have not.
2: That is all right. Like, so... Theatrical releases has become a thing. I'm not like I. Covid has definitely trained me that now. I'm like I'm just gonna wait till it comes out on at home.
0: Like I don't want to go to
1: the theater. Oh, dude, VCR has taught me that.
0: I uh, I like going to the theater, but it but just you're... requires more planning than I always that I don't always have the ability to do.
1: And your knees don't like the theater. You've said that a, a bunch of times.
0: Uh, that's like the theater theater, not movie theaters.
1: Oh, all right.
0: Like, I'm talking like musicals and stuff. The seats there are small and close together. Movie theaters are fine.
1: Yeah, especially all they all have those like reclining chairs now. Uh-huh. Which I really don't like. They're just too small for me. But everyone else seems to like them just fine. Oh, yeah, they're wonderful.
0: To, to, Pokey, I've, I've seen you in person. You are not significantly larger than me. I am failing to understand how they could be too small for you, unless we're talking about different things.
1: No, I think my size is deceptive. And I think I finally figured it out. Um, My nephews are both like, I think one of them is six foot five and the other one is like six, six and standing up, they just, they tower over me. Um, but sitting down at a table, we're just about eye to eye. So I think I just have a very long torso and shorter legs than most people my height. So, yeah, sitting in those chairs, they're just it's the headrest is down at the base of my neck and it's very uncomfortable.
0: Do not okay, like. I, can see, I can see what you mean by that.
1: I think for me, I've hit a point
0: where
2: uh, there's always some combination of the people in my family who want to go see a movie. And the people who don't want to go see a movie, that it's practically impossible to get to movies. Um, So it'll be like a movie that you know my wife and my oldest and I want to see, but then the little one can't go see. Or it's like my wife wants to go, but neither me or my daughter wants to go. Or like (laughs) there's always this thing where we just can't go. Like it's just it's too hard. Where if it's on, you know, Netflix or Disney Plus, I just put it on and watch it. It's not that big of a deal.
1: Except for the scenario where your youngest doesn't want to see it, the way you solve all the rest of those scenarios is: all right, we're going to the theaters. You guys stay here and order takeout. Yeah, there's no takeout here. That doesn't that doesn't work.
0: Is that pokey for takeout to work? There have to be other people.
1: That's true. You guys I mean, stay here and don't order takeout.
0: We
2: uh, like for a hot minute there was a pizza place that would like deliver. Like they had just opened up, they were brand new, and they would deliver to our house. It was like, what? And so we were ordering it like once a week. And then like two months into them being open, they were like, yeah, we're not, we're not driving out there anymore.
1: You guys live too far away for hot pizza. Literally,
2: yes. But the sad thing is, is we don't. I, I can be in the town I live in. I can be where all the restaurants are in like less than 10 minutes. It's just because of where the city and the county line is, and nobody will go outside the city.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been in those scenarios before. When I was growing up, it was um, all my friends who lived a real short distance away were in a different area code, so it was a long-distance phone call to talk to someone the next town over. I had, in fact, I had a girlfriend who lived in the next town over, and it cost my parents a fortune whenever we talked on the phone.
2: God, Aww. long distance. That, that's been a while.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm old.
0: I'm glad that, that shit's over. I've got one for you. So this is way back in the dark ages of early cell phones. And I think I've told this story about how my wife graduated from high school a year, old, a year before me and moved to Maine. And I was still in Ohio when a miserable emo teen. And I had a cell phone. Would you like to know what my cell phone bill was the first month she was gone?
1: Uh, uh, what year was it? 2004. That's right about when I got divorced and I talked to my buddy who was my therapist. So I'm going to guess $1,200.
0: Okay, it was not that bad, five hundred and eighty-seven dollars. By the way, I was working part time at Burger King. That's what I had to try and pay it off.
2: So you're still paying it off, is what you're telling me?
0: Not quite, but almost. Well, he
2: doesn't. He doesn't work at Burger King now. No, but with interest,
1: like he probably owns like you know three quarters of a mill. Yeah, I understand that. I have more interest than is healthy in Burger King.
2: I'm
1: I'm am I'm just relating it to my student
2: loans. That's that's all I can do, and I. <laughs> But didn't those all get forgiven? <laughs> no, not even close. I could, between me and my wife, we could buy this house twice for what we still have in student loans. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's wonderful. And they just keep going up and we're, st- we're paying like the, the amount we're supposed to and they still keep going up.
1: All right. So if you can't go to the movie theaters and you got to stay at home to watch your movies and you haven't seen Joker yet, Lyle uh, or Taj, I don't know. If, have either of you guys seen it?
2: I have seen, like, I have probably seen the whole thing, just not in one sitting. Um, like, I've caught bits and pieces of it multiple times. So I've, I think I've seen the whole thing, just not
1: in order. Oh, that is not the way to watch this movie. So I really enjoyed this movie. I really enjoyed Joker. It's it's perhaps my favorite comic book movie that I've ever seen, or or comic book-based movie. Um Mostly because there were no superpowers in it. There were no super anything in it. It was just a dude going through a believable struggle. And like right up until I, you know, the last bit of the movie, it didn't have to be about the Joker. It could have been about any random dude who was just unhappy in his life. And it was he was just he was a tortured soul. And you kind of have to sit through the movie all at once with them to see the torture and to see the escalation of it. Um, so watching it in bits and pieces, it's not really a movie that can be summed up by its plot, I, I guess is is the way that I would put that.
2: Yeah, the, the parts, I think the thing that I saw, um, I saw the ending first, which um, without spoilers, it. There are some connections made that just don't make any sense, like based on the comic book, but whatever. Um, And then the bits and pieces of it that I've seen the rest of the time, it reminds me a lot of uh, The Walking Dead. Like, I had to quit watching that show because I can only watch human beings be shitty to each other so much. Uh, before my brain just kicks off and I can't watch it. And I felt like that that's what a lot of that movie was. It was just people shitting on this character so hard that I just, it was uncomfortable to watch.
1: No, oh, I never watched Walking Dead. So I guess I wasn't at that level of uh, tolerance.
2: Yeah, it's just in general. Like, I don't know. i am just, I've gotten to the point where it's like, I,
1: <laughs> I just
2: don't, I don't like watching people be terrible to each other, which makes reality really hard.
1: Yeah, i I guess the part that I, and i and i'm with you on that i also don't like watching people be shitty to one another the interesting thing about this movie was most of that shittiness you just you kind of turn the perspective around turn you put yourself in the other person's shoes and it was almost understandable it was just it was they did a really good job of uh what's juxtaposing different perspectives i guess
2: yeah i'm it's i definitely need to like sit and watch it all (laughs) it's it should be a thing like the fact that it's out there and i haven't done that is kind of weird but um yeah i don't know at at some point i I will sit down and watch the whole thing
1: yeah i mean if, if it means anything at all you know i don't really like comic book movies in general uh well i don't like superhero movies um, but I really did like this. This is this is one of my favorite movies that I've seen in the past couple of years. So do you know anything about the sequel? I have no, I did not know there was a sequel. <laughs> in fact, w- when I started watching this, I wasn't even sure that it was about the Joker. I knew it was called Joker, so I knew there was the potential, but I wasn't even positive until, you know, if, maybe 10, 15 minutes into the movie when, you know, the clown thing became, uh, you know, you couldn't ignore it.
2: So I'm going to sell you on the sequel with two things. Uh, One, Harley Quinn is
0: in it, and it's going to be Lady Gaga. Uh, Okay, I'm there.
1: So far, so good.
0: Apparently, it's a musical. Oh, my God. Shut up and take my money right now. I know. I'm like, I'm more interested in the sequel than I was the original. Like, I, I have, honestly, I haven't seen it because I previously had no interest in it. It seemed like it was not going to be interesting, but you have kind of sold me on. I should check it out, at least.
1: I don't love musicals but knowing how much of a fan of buffy the vampire slayer lyle was it's it's, it's just, i'm not surprised that he's all in
2: i mean i'm just thinking of what i have seen of the original and at no point did it ever occur to me that like you know what this needs a couple musical numbers that that would really tie this together it needs a little soft shoe i'm just like i guess that's it's swinging big i'll give him that like you're, you're going for something I guess speaking of movies, Lyle, you got a you got a bunch of movies down here. Yeah. I did watch the movies. I have seen three. Or I've seen two of the three. And the one that I didn't see, um, I don't care if you spoiler it because I have no intention of ever seeing it.
1: Which one's that?
2: The Dungeons and Dragons movie.
1: Oh really? I've I've heard that people said it was not terrible.
2: I saw a trailer for it and it looked like it looked like every bad D&D session I'm in where there's just more co- meta comedy than there is actual story going on and I was just like, yeah, I'm not interested. Uh I, I didn't
0: I didn't feel that way?
2: Oh, okay. Like I'm still I'm still bitter that like you have all of this like fiction for Dungeons and Dragons that's really good and they just they've made like what, four Dungeons and Dragons movies and none of them have been good never once have they gone to, like, some of these novels that people love and just, like, make the fucking novel. Like, they're popular for a reason, guys. Like, why, why do you have to keep making new things up that doesn't seem interesting? Ah, oh, here be spoilers.
0: Well, we might as well start with the D&D movie. Outstanding. I... I was mad. Okay. I was, I was mad because it's, it's so good, and I was mad that, mad at it for being good. Mad at it because you gave money to Wizards of the Coast? Mad or just... Oh, like, oh, oh, fuck no! I, I, for Star Trek things, we actually pay for Paramount Plus, and this was on Paramount Plus. Ah, okay. I would not oh, have it gone is? out. I of, might actually watch it now that it's free. <laughs> oh yeah, that, yeah. I, I, did not. Int- I did not pay them money to see this. I mean, they're going to get some of it because I streamed it, but I did not give them extra dollars specifically to watch this movie. It was. It is there, and I am mildly interested. And it was. And good. it was good, huh? It, I thought. That. I mean, it's. It felt like. A very tropey D&D movie, but in the, hey, let's get all of the proper nouns from D&D. Well, not all of them. Let's get a bunch of proper nouns from D&D involved. Let's make it very clear when they are doing a thing so that you know what thing they are doing. Because they were very intentional, but it was in, in very enjoyable ways. And there are some absolutely hysterically funny moments. Like, they have to, they're in, an, in the Underdark somewhere and they find out that there's a red dragon there and I'm like okay this is going to be horrifying because it's a red dragon the red dragon was super fat and chunky and it was hilarious like so fat it almost couldn't move chasing after them it would just so it was absolutely oh god we are being chased by a red dragon but also oh hilariously he's real fat
2: so they go to the underdark so is this set in faerûn
0: oh yeah this is all set in um neverwinter really uh huh and i mean the big plot is uh the red wizards of thay
1: huh
0: that's okay
1: i think i saw a preview for this didn't they make a beholder joke
0: uh there was an intellect devourer joke
1: no oh, i that wasn't in the preview
0: and there's like gelatinous cubes and owl bears and effectively leveling up and oh wow well, I mean, no, you don't see them leveling up, but they they fight someone and get their asses kicked and they go do a bunch of they go go on a bunch of quests to find a thing and they fight the person again and then don't get their asses kicked. It's like, this is what leveling up would feel like. Ah, OK,
2: that's fair. See, now it makes me even even matter that it's in Run, because I'm like, if we're going to go to do Run and we're going to do Underdark, like, just make a dritz movie. Like, come on.
0: I don't understand why they're not doing dritz. And the thing is especially because what they've said their goal is to make it a four quadrant property like if you want a four quadrant property make a fucking dritz movie
2: and like i don't even i'm not the world's biggest dritz fan and i haven't read all the books but like there is no clear uh series of novels that i can think of that is just
0: equated to printing money is dritz books i've i've never read any of them and i know enough about dritz to want to see a movie about him yeah, that's fair. I would kill
2: for a Dragonlance movie, but I know that's never going to happen, given the current situation. Yeah, no, you're
0: not getting that. Sorry.
1: Yeah, I know. Quantumanian. That's an interesting name. I have not heard of this thing, though. Did I even pronounce that right, Lyle? No, he misspelled it.
2: That's
0: why you, you, you pronounced it the way he spelled it. But there we go. You, you accurately read the w- word that I incorrectly wrote. Yes.
1: Oh, all right. It, Still haven't the, heard of it.
0: It's the new Ant-Man and the Wasp movie.
1: Oh. Oh, okay. There's one I won't be seeing, probably. You might be better off not. Oh, then I'm definitely seeing it. She'll she'll definitely want me to bring her to see it, if it's that I mean, bad. It's, it's, no,
0: I mean, it's already, like, again, this was a one I watched in, in the comfort of my own home.
1: Did you like it as much as Taj did?
0: Uh, Maybe a little more. Like, I didn't regret having watched it, but I also probably won't watch it again. I just, like, I don't know.
2: I had a hard time, like... Not following the movie. Like, the plot was okay. I'm just like, there was a big part of me in this movie that's like, I don't give a shit about any of this. <laughs> like, it was totally, like, inconsequential. Um, which scares me because it's supposed to be, like, one of the things that sets up the whole next phase of Marvel movies. Um, and, like, I just felt like Kang was not cool enough. Like, he wasn't intimidating enough. And Oh, and- I completely disagree with that. I don't know. I just I didn't I didn't feel it like I thought uh, the Kang at the end of Loki. Yeah, now that I'm there for that. Um, this Kang, I'm just like, eh,
1: eh, eh, Kang, the dude that Buck Rogers fights? N- n- no. Oh, wait, that's Ming. Never that's mind. Ming. That's Flash Gordon. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Flash Gordon. I was close. I almost had it. You were only close. wrong.
0: In every. You were <laughs> only wrong in every direction. Yes
1: yes but equally in all those directions pull it right back to the center you guys knew exactly what i was talking about
2: what's
0: that line from the last jedi
1: that like everything you just said is completely wrong
2: well it's getting late and i think i'm gonna head to bed soon
1: she's falling asleep in her chair over here she's not gonna make it
2: we have that effect on people even each other i mean i just woke up 15 minutes
1: ago yeah we often do have that effect on each other all right so then what is pan's labyrinth that seems familiar is that an older movie Yeah, I think I might have seen it, and I think it was like really creepy, but like unnecessarily weird. Oh, I'm almost certain I saw this. I didn't like it. Oh, I love this movie. What What was it about? You don't know either, huh? All right, yeah. That that proves that you saw it.
0: (laughs) It was. was, It was about. It was about kind of the 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 rise of fascists after the Spanish Civil War.
2: Yes, Um, I was also going to say it's about Guillermo del Toro getting to just be as weird as he wants to be. And uh, they just let him go ham. And it was awesome.
0: You want to know what the worst part is? What?
2: I didn't think it was weird enough. No. Um, I mean, it's still, this is another one of those like moments. Like you were going to let somebody do a movie. Like there was a point where he was going to direct the Hobbit movies. And I bet they I'm would sorry. Have been better. What? Yeah, no, uh, Peter, Peter Jackson did not want to do the Hobbit movies because he was so burned out after the other, um, Lord of the Rings movies. And so he went to Guillermo del Toro and said, will you make The Hobbit? And this is back when it was two movies instead of three. Um, And he was like, yeah, I'll do that. All of the pre-production for The Hobbit movies was done with del Toro going to be the director. And then at the last minute, he dropped out to go do something else. And then Peter Jackson is like, fuck it, I'll make these movies. And then that's when it turned into three movies and it turned into the the mess that we got. But yeah, can you imagine The Hobbit
0: that he made? <laughs> I, I'm just trying to figure out who, who is going to be Doug Jones. Do you get Doug Jones' smog instead? Uh, I, I'm there for that. Because I, I, I'm trying to think, and like, I, I'm pretty sure Del Toro can't make a movie without Doug Jones, can he? N- no. N- not that I have a problem with that. I'm, I'm quite happy with that. I mean,
2: Doug Jones is like the only redeeming quality of Discovery. Oh, 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 they could have made him uh, Tom
0: Bobadell, That'd be fun. Oh, my God, yes. Just, just so he was finally in a movie. But um, actually, while we were watching Star Wars, I had the thought: I wonder why they didn't cast Doug Jones as Grievous, or is Grievous not weird enough? Uh, I, who did Grievous? Who 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 did that voice? I don't know. I guess it wasn't the voice so much; it was the the body movement.
2: Uh, but the, George Lucas was obsessed with like CG, so there there was no way that that was ever going to be a real person.
0: Good night, everybody. Thank you for having me.
2: Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming. And then there were three. Well, and A Sad life. I can't think of a Guillermo del Toro movie I don't like. I haven't seen everything he's made. But I'm pretty sure
0: everything he has made that I've seen, I like. Have you seen Crimson Peak?
2: Crimson no.
0: Peaks. Actually, I don't think Doug Jones is in it. But it was one of the first, like, okay, let's look at more modern horror movies. Movies that I watched. and It's, it's got uh, Tom Hiddleston in it. And it's, it's fucking weird.
2: I'm literally I am being him now to look at all the movies he's made.
0: I should do that too because I would like to see more of his. He's
2: doing a Frankenstein movie.
0: Oh, God, yes. Fuck yes.
2: I have not seen his Pinocchio, although of all the Pinocchios that just came out, I'm, that one intrigues me the most.
0: Oh, my God. I don't know if you saw this. Speaking of Pinocchio, a couple of months ago, maybe less than a couple of months ago, at some point, there was a Kickstarter for a project that claimed to be, it was written by Lemony Snicket and drawn by Mike Mignola. And it started with Pinocchio, and they're gonna do a whole bunch of other similar fairy tale type things.
1: Pinocchio and, written by Lemony Snicket? Yep. Weird. Interesting, though.
0: Uh, I'll be back. My apologies.
1: No worries. I did
0: find a pair of tweezers on my desk, and I was messing around with them. Uh, they're like model tweezers, so they're kind of pointy. I was messing around with them, and it ended up uh, in my finger far enough that I was bleeding pretty good. Ugh. Yeah. You should get that. <laughs> Looked at. I mean, I went and cleaned up and put a bandaid on it. That's, that's Enough said. Yeah.
2: Looking at it. So I did find a Guillermo del Toro movie I don't like, and that's Blade 2. What? Yeah.
0: How do you not like Blade 2?
2: I just don't. I, th- I think the first one is great in what it was. Uh, two and three are just not great.
0: But Now, think, there's a lot of these I haven't seen. He,
2: he has made up everything by making Pacific Rim. So like just that one movie and how over-the-top it is, I, he can do no wrong.
0: I'm going to have to watch that. See, this just says screenplay, not that he directed it.
2: No, he directed the second one.
0: Pacific Rim. It just said, okay, that says director. On his yeah. page, it just said screenplay.
2: He did the first one, and the second one somebody else did. And you can definitely tell. It's so good. And so bad at the same time, but that's the point. It's supposed to be so. It's it's great.
1: I like Pacific Rim, but I don't really know who this guy is. I don't know any of his other movies. I don't think I ever saw the second or third Blade movies.
2: I mean, I think the most popular thing he ever did was the Hellboy movies. Like, I think that's where most people kind of learned who he was.
1: Oh yeah, I like those. I wish they hadn't rebooted them. They could have just continued making the original ones. I thought.
0: Yeah, you and everybody else. I, oh, really? I, I, I may have shared this with you, but I have kind of a warm take on that, if you're interested. you like the reboot? I didn't say that. <laughs> okay.
1: I didn't dislike the reboot. I just didn't... I don't see the purpose of it. I thought the original ones were good enough.
0: Um, so, my take is... Del Toro and Pearlman and Jones got the vibe better. Yes. The new one is almost like beat for beat directly out of a single comic. The the Del Toro the Del Toro one's the first one is a mashup of a couple of ones and the second one it just came out of his brain somewhere. Yes. But it gets the vibe of Hellboy. The the new one with uh David Harbour in it feels beat for beat like it's right, it, it is beat for beat line for line out of um a specific set of comics and it's it is m- More correct and yet less accurate, if that makes any sense.
2: Yes. I have a very similar hot take about another movie and its remake uh, that makes me a pariah among people.
0: Oh, do tell.
2: Um, The Judge Dredd movie that they made, I don't know how many, probably 10 years ago at this point, does not visually nail Judge Dredd in the way that the Sylvester Stallone one does. The look and feel of judge dread is that 90s movie the storytelling and like um tone is the new movie and i i kind of don't like the visuals of the new movie that much and i know that is an extremely unpopular opinion among like judge dread fans
0: um yes i'm not super deeply familiar with the judge dread comics but i get what you're saying
2: yeah i i am i'm i'm a huge nerd about judge dread stuff and like the style and like the overtop over the topness of it and like that is that 90s movie like they nailed it they just didn't write a good story or the, they they ruined the story that was in the comics <laughs> to make that and they made mm-hmm. Sylvester Stallone still on the lead um i the new movie was too like we're going to make this look realistic and i'm like this is not supposed to be realistic like its satire, guys but I like Carl Urban. I think he's great, and I like the story from the new movie. I think that it is perfect. So that's my that's my space, uh, spicy uh, remake
0: hot take. I, I can't say I disagree with you. Oh,
2: okay. Well, that just means you're
0: smart or not. I, I don't know. know. I, I mean, I know. I can't keep it straight if I'm if I'm right or wrong. Yes, one of those two. Yeah. Totally. Etage. Hey, yeah. What is this about Snake Watch? <laughs> I'm on it right
1: now. Yeah, I've duck, duck, goad this while we were talking here, and it, it's, it's literally just come up with wristwatches that with snakes on them.
2: No, 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 no. That's not what's happening. Um, so I guess it was last last Friday, or I may have been longer than that. I so I'm in this rhythm now that I'm working from home. Uh, that my wife has been teaching half days because she's teaching summer school. So I would work during the you know, the first half of the day, get work done. Then I would basically take off from lunch until, uh, until the little one went to bed. And then I would come downstairs in the office and work until about midnight. That's, that's just been sort of my flow to, to get my hours in. Um, so Friday I'm downstairs in my office and I come out and I'm walking upstairs and it's about midnight and I'm tired. And I look up on the wall because there's like, there's a gap at the top of our wall and the, the floor joists for the, 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 room's upstairs, because the, the ceiling's not finished in the basement. And I look over there, and there's a big-ass snake just laying on top of the wall. It's midnight, and I'm like, I ain't fucking with you tonight. Um, I'll deal with you tomorrow. Like, I can't, I can't even. So, I go to bed, and then I come back, and unsurprisingly, he's he's not, he's not there anymore. I don't know why I thought that he was going to be there the next day. Um, and so, this has been this constant like, cat or mouse game, uh, where we find him, uh, go to get him. He will either scurry off and hide to where we can't get him, or um, by the time we get the things to grab him, uh, he he is he is gone. And so, <laughs> yeah, I'm just waiting for him to peekaboo out any minute. Uh, the other day I went to turn on the light in my office to do um a Zoom meeting, and uh, I turned on the light, and then like three inches away, his little head popped up and he slid it away because he was startled by the light. So, and I I hate snakes um i I dislike them more there's like some weird genetic like uh memory of snakes being bad um so yeah it's been uh just anxiety over a snake being in my basement with me that sounds like not fun i'm sorry Eh, i mean thankfully he he has zero interest in being around humans so i mean at least there's that um, he's not trying to, to do anything to anybody. He's just, he's just like, I just want to, I want to leave. I feel bad because I think if he stays in this basement, he's not going to have enough to eat and he will probably wind up dying in here, which I don't want to happen. Um, and he's, he's just like a little corn snake. Like, I just it, it, literally pick him up, put him in a box, take him outside. It, it's the easiest thing in the world. It's just getting him to stand still long enough for anybody to grab him. And by anybody, I mean my wife, cause I'm not doing it.
1: <laughs> because oh, she's the, so brave
2: no she's like the animal wrangler like there's this story uh that we tell all the time is she when she was in college she did uh a study abroad in france with a bunch of uh friends of hers and she she went to college she didn't go to college right after high school she like went and got a job and realized that like the real world sucked so she went to college um so she was always like older than everybody she was in college with and somebody woke up in the middle of the night and knocked on her door and they're like, there's a scorpion in my room. I need help. And the only thing she could say was I'm going to need pants for this. And then she literally woke (laughs) up, put pants on and like picked up a scorpion and moved it. Um, And so that's, that's, I'm like every time, like there's a snake in the basement or something. I'm like, you're going to need some pants for this. Yeah. But she'll just, she'll just like grab a a venomous thing and move it. She doesn't care.
1: It's pretty good.
2: Yeah. Yeah. No, she's, she's very handy to have around. But Snake Watch 2023, he has not made an appearance this evening. So eh, we're doing okay today.
1: Well, I'm glad that you guys are going to release him outdoors and that he hasn't met his end.
0: Oh, yeah? No, but this is.
1: There
0: we go.